0: I am your host Andre Peraza. Today, myself and my co-host Ryan Rizuki talk to skills trainer from Handle Life, Brian Macon. Let's dive right in. Basketball. All right, so um, Brian Macon. Right. right, that's right. Right?
1: Yeah,
2: that's right. Right on. All uh, right, brother. First, tell, tell us a little about yourself, just a little bit.
0: Uh.
1: I'm from Florida. I'm a Handle Life trainer. Um, I work with Handle Life. Um, That's my company and my partner, Johnny. We've been going for about four or five years. Um, He's in LA, I'm in uh, Boynton Beach, Florida. Um, I went to Boston University, I played there. I explored playing overseas for a little bit and then um, I just started training. I've been training for about four or five years. Um, I've trained kids. Four years old, and I've also trained like some NBA guys, so I'm all over the place. Um,
0: that's about it. All right. Beautiful. Now, uh, playing out in uh, Boston, um, you were uh, you led the team in assists. Mm-hmm. So, were you a pass first, shoot second player, um, that, or were you? Traditional point guard with crazy handles and just just dish. Nah, cause I, you're only
1: five. What five foot eight? Yeah, I'm yeah. five. Yeah, I'm five nine. Um, I mean, when I was in JUCO, I led the count. I was like third in the country in assists, but um, it wasn't because I lacked like scoring ability. It's just because I understood the game and I made the right play um every single time. And that's sometimes to my detriment. You know, sometimes oh, really? I I, I could have forced things a little more and I could have scored more, but. Um, like 90 percent of the time I made the play every single time and then when the game got tight I'll get like key buckets or if we need the bucket I'll get good buckets so um that's just that was just my understanding of, of a point guard uh just growing up that I was supposed to make sure everybody got theirs everybody was happy and then when it when it came time to win the game I was supposed to hit clutch shots and 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 make key plays
0: So you're like the black John Stockton. <laughs> 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 it, it, it yeah, something. exactly. You know <laughs> but with we're, but we're way better handles, way better handles.
2: Were, were you getting most of your assists in the half court like a driving dish or, were you, or like a driving kick, or were you getting a lot of them off like a uh, outlet and just throwing it ahead for corner shooters? Or,
1: um, or At Boston, we played so slow. Oh, slow. And I probably um, didn't make the best decision of going um, to that college because uh, like in – in JUCO, we played up and down, so we had kind of like a North Carolina uh, mentality. So when we were in, when I was at Boston, we probably we led the 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 nation in defensive um, efficiency, I think. Okay. So we played in like the low sixties, high fifties. Gotcha. So all right we didn't get that many possessions. So a lot of them came like in the half court, and but it really helped me understand sets. So that's why I, I was able to to like teach my kids how to score in a half court. Yeah. And if you can get eight points in a half court, you got a pretty good chance of being a 20 point scorer. So I can like, I it really helped me understand sets and, and, and setting up your man, just off ball screens, off down screens, uh, different screen to screen action, things like that. Mm-hmm.
0: Cool. Now, I know that you had a really bad ACL injury mm-hmm. and as Ryan, he knows he you know he he's dealt with injuries yeah. <laughs> um i've had two back surgeries so i completely understand uh injuries um how was that how did that affect you playing and um if just you if, yeah and if you got into like a rut like like a dark side where you were just you know in bottom of the barrel right so how did you get that emotional grit to get out and overcome that
1: Um, I've always been super positive, so I just looked at it as a a way to define other parts of my game. So um, I think I changed my shooting form, um, and I did other things, and I just stayed positive uh, about it. But of course it was hard um, not playing, but I really started to understand the game at a different um, level, and it it drove my passion uh, a bit more, because I think I was burning myself out because I used to work out like crazy. But the uh, the inner, the injury like Ryan knows the injury it just makes you be disciplined as, as far as like I can't work out three times a day, mm. like I just have to be more um, calculated in how I work out and I think that's the best way to be. Yeah, that's great. Make
0: sure you're taking care
1: of yourself. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's how I learned how to shoot lefty. <laughs> so I broke my right hand. Your uh, left your left hand shot might be better than your right hand shot. Uh, I don't know your left hand is wet though it's, it's not it's not uh
2: it's not as accurate yeah. but it, the form looks, it looks more good, textbook. Yeah. yeah it might be just because it's like
0: so you 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 touched on that word passion right now mm-hmm. what's your true passion day in and day out when you're teaching whether it's a high level skill player or a low level skill what's what's that passion just
1: making people better I mean I get I get so much joy just watching someone grow you know what I mean? Like, a lot of my workouts are mental, and there. You know what I mean? You're getting better, but mentally you're getting a lot stronger because I'm gonna push you to a next level. So, you can see like the growth in people, like, from week to week, and that's just exciting to see them grow. And as they grow at that that rate, they just get hungrier and hungrier for more. So, um, I think that's that's why I'm so passionate about it.
2: Yeah, yeah. Explain that. Explain that progression. So you get a kid hypothetically, and he's okay, mm-hmm. right? He thinks he's good, mm-hmm. but we all know he's okay. Right. And you get him, and what's kind of the first couple weeks, what are the things that you're teaching him, and what are you trying to progress that you could see could have the quickest translation to his game?
1: Um, Just fundamentals. Uh, just If you become just a better ball handler and a better shooter, you're going to be better. So it's a lot of skill work, and it's a lot of looking for, like seeing the shot, what shot you're supposed to be taking. Like a lot of people have moves and a lot of people have handles, but they don't know what what shot they're supposed to take. So I help them like see the shot, take the shot. In situations. Yeah, no, not in situations. Just if you're playing. So if I'm playing you one on one and I do a crossover, like a lot of people over like over dribble. So I'm yeah. I might I might drill you in one move the whole week, and give you one counter. So I might just give you an in and out crossover, in and out crossover, in and out crossover, then in and out crossover hesitation. Mm-hmm. And then that's just you're you're looking for the in and out crossover so I'm um, so much the jump shot after it that when you don't have it you have the counter to go to it so it, it's just a natural progression of you just um, getting better but I shoot a lot in my workouts I make sure that we probably get up one one fifty to two hundred shots in my workouts so,
0: game like shots game shots yeah that's great yeah yeah So a lot of concepts then
1: yeah. And it's Definitely. fast. It's fast, and I try to put the same stress on them that they're going to feel in a game. So so you
2: teach more of a mastery type of thing where mm-hmm. you want to master the move before you can even move on to any other progressions. Right. Because a lot of times, I know some trainers just teach maybe like 15 different combos with different counters, mm-hmm. and there's the progression is, is somewhat there because you mm-hmm. can see it, but it's not to a point where they can master it.
1: Yeah. So, like, I know I, I can dribble the ball really well, and I can do a lot of different combos, and I know people see me on Instagram like doing billions of combos, but that's what I need to do to get my handles better. Mm-hmm. But oh, yeah. there's probably three people in the whole world that I've trained that I've been able to give them, like, 80% of what I have. Yeah. And that's probably Johnny, just because I've known him so long and I know his game, and uh, two of my other friends, yeah. you know what I mean? But, like, most kids that come to me, they, I can't give them, like, so many combos because it's just going to screw up their 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 game.
0: So you gave Johnny handles? You gave him? Drugs? Nah, <laughs> nah.
1: I mean, we grew up together. Yeah, that. I mean, we grew up together, so I think we gave each other handles. Great. Because we used to like. I mean, that's how we got to. That's how we got to advance it, at at handling a ball. Because yeah. if me and if me and Ryan play one on one every day, Ryan can't do his go to in and out crossover or hesitation. He's gonna have to go to like the fourth or the fifth option.
0: Yeah.
1: And then that's how you progressively get better. One on one. One on ones one of the best ways to get better. Of course, yeah.
0: Can you uh, touch on your uh, online program that you have, your app?
1: Yeah, my. Um, it's uh, the platform is exercise com, but um, it's a four week program, so it's Monday through Friday uh, for four weeks, and we just we do ball handling, um, shooting. Um, and then you'll have a game situation every single day. Sorry, ball handling, finishing, different finishes, um, shooting, and then you'll have game situation every day. So, um, like one day we might do two ball ball handling. We might do, um, and then we'll progress to uh, floaters, right hand, left hand, and then the shooting might be uh, spot shooting, and then we might do ball screens that day. And that's kind of how the workouts progress nice and it's 24.95 yeah, $24. yeah. <laughs> and uh you can get it on my um at exercise.com you just look up uh i think bmac training program
2: and you've got great feedback off of that as well yeah yeah for
1: sure everybody's um i've had like dms where people say that they use it one time like one workout and they can feel totally different and i think i mean you know right like that's what basketball right. is about it's a different feeling once you get a confident in that feeling you'll
0: be successful. Oh well, you gotta have that swag you know, yeah. when you step on court. <laughs> yeah. You for really sure. you really do. Yeah.
2: It's yeah. definitely. Uh, it's a different confidence when you're able to walk on a court and just understand that you're better than everyone. Right. Yeah. And or, not not cocky, but confident and just know that you, you worked on your game and you prepared for this.
0: Right. Yeah. No absolutely. You gotta definitely you have to enjoy that process. Yeah. Every day up until that one game on a weekend, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, you play college, you play pro, you know. Yeah, that, You got to enjoy that process. Yeah, you know, that's yeah. I love, I love it. Um, so, tell us a funny situation, whether it's with you and Gianni growing up or with a pro. As that far you as
2: trained. let's hear, let's hear your funniest story as far as playing, or as far as training.
0: Yeah, it's got to mm-hmm. be something.
1: Funniest story. As far as training, um, I don't know, I just have, I have so many funny stories just of parents who have no idea what they're talking about, <laughs> <laughs> like, in to the, to in the, and you <laughs> just, like, you just have these parents and, like, what, what I kind of emphasize is parents, I don't want you to parent your coach, your, your child in playing basketball, yeah. because, If I gave you $100,000 to make a full court layup, you probably couldn't do it. (laughs) So um, I have this one mom. She's just screaming at a kid, just, do it. Why are you doing it this way? Why are you doing it this way? So then I just hear it, and I'm just getting more and more just so frustrated with her at this point. The kid's not reacting well to it. It's just a nuisance. So we're just going on and on and on. Then I just stop the session. I hold up, and then I just gave her the ball, and I was like, "Come here," and then I just told her to do it, and then she was just like, "You should have seen her face." It was just more; she was just mortified, and I was like, "So if you can't do it, you can't tell him to do it." And then she just like from that on, that that point on, like I mean, it was a good laugh, and she kind of like she tried to do it, and she just lost the ball, and it was just horrible, but and that was pretty funny. Um, As far as playing or with me, I don't really know. I've had a crazy story. I don't know, I, we have to come back to that. Okay. Alright. Yeah. That's fine.
0: Um how do you feel on um strength and conditioning training?
1: I think that's that's just as important or probably more important than, I think it's than the more skill. Important. Yeah, yeah, I think it's I mean strength and conditioning <clears throat> is just like basketball is all running, stopping and change of direction. Mm-hmm. And normally, so the, the ball handling. Yeah, yeah. But if you can run fast and you can change direction, like it's so many guys in the NBA who vibe train or who I've seen that their basketball skill isn't even close to their athletic ability. You, I was just telling yeah. you that. I was just yeah. talking to and him about Especially that. with like young kids. I think kids should start young. I'm not saying lift weights young, but. Okay. Definitely be with a trainer that they can, cause you know those those kids they go through puberty and they're running all goofy and they're flail, flailing all around the court. So, I think strength and conditioning, and we we touched on it a little bit earlier. Um, like kids play so many games nowadays. So if, I if they're don't not don't like it, I don't yeah. Like if, it. if they're not yeah, if they're not strong, if their bodies aren't strong, that's why you see so many ACL and different injuries. So. I think strength and conditioning is, is very important.
0: Yes, that's funny that you mentioned that. And flexibility. Yes. I think
1: flexibility is
0: really like yeah, it's underlooked. I was talking to a gentleman. Um, mm-hmm. We did a podcast with uh, his name is uh, Curtis Jackson, mm-hmm. and he was he just touched exactly what you said. He was like, you got to do more strength training. Uh, there's so many uh, ACL injuries because all these games and they're too weak. Mm-hmm. And he was saying, you know, you got to. Do more sleds, more, um, you know, whether you have them in a harness and bungees, you know, a lot of strength training, a lot, and that's what's going to get them there. Yeah,
2: I agree. And, and from a basketball standpoint, it was funny that you said some of their basketball skills aren't with their athletic ability because the more pros you work out with, you realize how bad youth coaching is. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and, and, it, and just, you know, I'm sorry to say it, but it's like sometimes their the footwork is at, like, an elementary level. Yeah.
1: I mean, because they get away with it because yeah. they can... Go windmill. Yeah. <laughs> so, like... It's unfortunate. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. And, I, I'm, and I'm also huge on recovery, which yeah. is, like you said, yeah. like stretching, sleeping, and... Eating. Nutrition, mm-hmm. too. Nutrition, and definitely sleep. Yeah. yeah. I don't think kids nearly get enough sleep. Are you
1: doing
2: anything with
0: the head-to-life nutrition
1: as well? Um Yeah. Uh, we have just a program that's coming out. It's more geared to... I think just weight loss and just making sure people are eating right. um Great. But yeah, that's that's gonna that's something that we're very excited in, and um handle life fitness as well. Where we we have a fitness trainer now that um gonna help our athletes better. So that's
0: great. And hey, Johnny just got in phenomenal shape. Yeah,
1: I saw he was a fat boy. <laughs> not, yeah. yeah, I was like, yeah. what? Yeah. A, he caught a dunk. Are
2: you getting there Yeah. Yet? Huh? Are you getting a dunk yet?
1: He caught one. I don't know. I never, I never even tried. Oh. I never I, I never was into jumping high because I was like, I'm not going to really yeah. dunk in the games too much. So I'd rather shoot these floaters. <laughs> get these
0: so what's your favorite, uh, what was your favorite go-to move wh- when you played? Um,
1: I didn't have like a go-to move, but I was so fast that I would just pull up for my 15 footer like so much because... Like, people had to try to meet me at the rim because my right. first step wasn't, like, it was really good. So I I learned, like, very early on um that, like, my one-dribble pull-up, my off-the-screen, hesitate, two-dribble pull-up, like, that's, that's how I scored probably 70% of my points in high school and college. Wow. Yeah, so Is it
0: different now? A different mm-hmm. move
1: now or the same? um play. now i got so much yeah. i got I got, I got head. a lot pick one. i got a lot in my bag right now it depends yeah. on the day um right now i like the um hezy pull i like the hezi pull and i like the um like the left to right like step back where the ball's in my left hand and i throw across my body to the right and then i step back and i like okay. that yeah but i got a i got a lot of stuff And it's funny how
2: much you learn the more you train. yeah for sure yeah yeah how much better you get trying to teach other people yeah you got to keep
0: your rules right favorite basketball player ever
1: michael jordan yeah michael jordan's number one but closest is kobe okay uh, i just i like i mean we grew up in well i grew up in like the kobe era and kobe was just so so competitive and, and the thing about kobe that i love is that every year he came back like one year he came back like 15 20 pounds heavier the next year he came back he was shooting more threes. The next year he came back he was working in the post. He worked with Elijah One. Like he he's the type of guy that every single year he came back with something different. And he was just I think he's probably the most skilled player to ever play, to me. So he's, he's extremely, extremely skilled, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, so Kobe nuts. Yeah, his his athleticism wasn't up there with like LeBron and Jordan. But his footwork. But his footwork and his and his knowledge, his is, knowledge is crazy, yeah, you know, yeah. I would
2: say to all my players, you know, because we're speaking on um, uh, just strength and conditioning as well. So I was telling them, like, look, if you got skills, you know, shooting, mm-hmm. dribbling, passing, athleticism, taking care of your body, being able to change directions, change your speeds, being able to stop on a dime, and then um, your IQ, understanding the game. Right. That's all you need. Yeah. And there are players in the league who succeed by only having two of those things.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We're only having one. It's tough.
2: But, yeah. <laughs> it's tough. But, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: What's your favorite player right now, watching in the NBA? Wow,
1: um, Kyrie probably. Well, he's extremely yeah. skilled as well. Yeah, he's really skilled. He's probably if he was six five, six six, he'd be the best player ever. ever. Yeah, For I, sure. I, I, t-
0: I took my son to the U.S. Olympic game when they played Argentina uh-huh. this past summer, and my son and I looked at. We sat nine rows away from courtside, and we both looked at each other and we we're like, "This dude, that dude is god gifted." Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's bad. Badass. Yeah. Uh which what, what was your favorite shoe to play in? Damn, that's a tough playing in though. <laughs> no. That's a tough like, one. You're lacing him up, I'm about to go get you dirty.
1: My favorite player was uh, I'm gonna give you Jordans and Nikes. So for Jordans, it, it's damn that's a tough one too. Well,
0: my other but my for Jordans
1: were the 14s the 14s okay. were crazy yeah the 14s to play in, okay. yeah, in were crazy
0: those are like the Ferrari edition yeah, yeah. yeah. the yeah, 14s are-
1: were crazy cause you get that squeak squeak right. when yeah, you yeah, be yeah. moving um Nikes were probably like some people don't like them but fo- probably phone posits ah, yeah. I always say that yeah. everybody says they're, they're so heavy so, yeah they're not they're well, the new the new foam posits, they're they're cheaper material but yes, like the older the originals. Yeah, I got like yes. the older foam posits. like the the lime greens i play in those a lot but they're so comfortable. Yes. So
0: comfortable. Me and Lolly were having this conversation. He was like, "Those are like bricks, Dre. I was like, "What?" No, what no, I
2: don't I haven't tried them on a pair, I wouldn't know. I just yeah. got to be some Paul Georges off so to I'll have to Yeah, those
0: play.
1: are I I I tried those on those are tough. Yeah.
0: Favorite Jordan just to rock. Um, you're not going to mess them up. You're rocking. Them. The ones. The,
1: ah, the, the bread ones. ones. The bread ones. You can wear those with a suit. <laughs> I wore those with jeans and a blazer and been the precious guy in the freaking place, but
0: yeah. Okay. The ones. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Uh, my last question for you is uh advice you can give to a parent and to any one of your players.
1: I mean for a parent, I would say just um, and if if basketball is something that your child want to do, do your research and just find a good trainer, basketball trainer and a good fitness trainer, and let them do their job. You know what I mean. Do your research and then let them do their job. Um, I always tell my parents just just love it. just love your kid and just invest in them. But like basketball should be fun first and foremost. But some of these parents, especially parents who weren't very successful athletes, they put so much into their child mm-hmm. that it doesn't become fun anymore for the child. So, um, I would say just, um, just invest in, in like a good trainer and then just let them do their job. And um, for kids, I would say just work, just work every single day. And um, it's different. Like if I was growing up in this era, I wouldn't need a trainer because there's so much. Resources. There's so much stuff out so much research I mean resources out there like you can probably watch YouTube and I can find I can make up my own workout but that I was the kid who was outside on the court by himself so um, just for the kids I would say like it's good to work out with a trainer but once you start getting your own imagination and you start going to the basketball court by yourself um, that like even if you see your trainer three times a week that's not that's not enough so I would say you have to get out there and work yourself, and then, you know what I mean. As a trainer, I love the kids who, who work on the things that we work on at, at home, and then. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, man. and then you, and then when we come back, we can go to the next thing, and and, and we get better so much faster. So, just work, man. You can't substitute hard work. Said very well said. I love it. Yeah, and uh, how can how people find out or or find? Or
2: how, how can
1: people contact you or get in touch with you? Um, my Instagram is uh, bmacfisher, B-M-A-C-F-I-S-C-H-E-R. Um, and then you go to handlelife.com. And that's it. My email is bmacworkout@gmail.com, at gmail.com. But handlelife.com is, and my Instagram, bmacfisher is probably the best way. Cool. Appreciate that, man. All uh, right. Thank you, guys. Man, great. Thank you very much.